0: Technology and food have to be in the top five passions for any nerd. I'm Chris Riley, tech advocate for Splunk, sweet code contributor, and bad coder turned dev enthusiast. I sit down to eat with techies to talk about modern technologies, careers in tech, and advancement in development practices. My employer does not own or sponsor this podcast. My thoughts are my own, and no guests were drugged or coerced during the recording. This is Developers Eating the World okay this is episode 20 of developers eating the world and i'm back at the bar at cafe 13. the recap episodes are super weird because i sit alone at a bar eat food and drink while people around me look at me like i'm crazy but everybody around me right now is friendly so it's all good Um, so this is the last recap episode i'm going to do because it's not the most popular episodes um, but I thought this one was important because um, some big news related to me is I joined Splunk. Um, so I'm no longer with Fixate, still a contributor, but no longer with Fixate, and now join the dark side and working for Splunk. So I wanted to give a kind of a quick explanation of that. That because I think it also relates to the industry and what's going on in the space. Um, but before we do that, I am eating a cubano sandwich that i paired with mimosa, A Mimosa flight, which is super strange. Um, and the first one, Blackberry. Wait, this is a Blackberry, right? Has a Blackberry, so it's the Blackberry. Because <laughs> some of these are kind of crazy. Always a fan of the Mimosa. So yeah, so a big change. Um, I joined Splunk. Uh, if you're not familiar with Splunk, Splunk. Splunk, the mothership, is a monitoring tool. Um, but also has an ecosystem of a whole bunch of tools and doing a lot of really cool things in the space, the DevOps market, the IT market, and the security market. big reason I decided to join Splunk was mostly um, because I'm so sick and tired of talking to unicorns. I'm sick of dealing with vendors who really are are you know they have cool technology but they aren't entrenched in the real world of implementing devops and so i was really looking forward to being able, able to participate in conversations that are about large companies at scale solving real problems that aren't the unicorns in silicon valley who have already you know ship is sailed they're on the bleeding edge um, because At this point in DevOps, we're still, you know, DevOps has become kind of boring, and we're actually talking about real problems and real solutions versus hypothesizing about what could be. Um, So it's really cool, and it's already uh, exposed me to some great conversations. I was just at DevOps Days Boston, did an episode there and um got to talk with some large companies solving serious challenges around their on-call and sre my primary responsibility is with the VictorOps team um the next episode is about VictorOps, and uh the guy was kind of gushing about VictorOps, but i didn't tell him to say any of the stuff he did so don't call me out on that once it's published but um Victorops is an alerting tool, incident response tool, and my primary responsibility is to that team. The other thing I like about Splunk and the ecosystem that is being built there, and the team that I'm a part of specifically, which is tech advocacy, is that um, it butters across the entire software delivery chain. So I'm not just a part of one aspect of you know software delivery. Um, and ops, I get to be exposed to the entire ecosystem from code to delivery to management, etc. I also get to be a part of a very large development team, um, which is super cool and a new experience to me. And it's fun to see not only customers who are deploying applications at scale, but also being a part of a software company that's doing applications at scale. So. It's all new. It's super exciting. I actually am leaving Fixate at a tremendous time in its history. Um, I think this year is going to be the best year ever for Fixate. Um, so I'm I'm happy to have been a part of that and help grow that. And they're going to continue chugging along as I do my little part, um, continuing to record these episodes and continuing with developers even in the world. So before we talk about that one, let's switch. I'm going to... Keep the cafe mimosa till the end. One of these is the matzo. So, as I said, this will be my last recap episode because the previous, uh, the previous one um, wasn't as, didn't have the same following as the others, which is fine. Um, I'd much rather be having the conversations than awkwardly sitting alone at a bar drinking mimosas and eating Cubanos as well um but i still think it's useful to kind of give a summary and the last 10 episodes got more into tactics which was great but i'm still tremendously surprised that most of the conversations are around career and lifestyle work life balance related to being a developer a cloud engineer uh, in in devops versus the tactics and i i think that part of that is because If you're a techie, you're a tinkerer. So the tactics are kind of like, you know, that's just part of the job. You're always learning new code. You're always learning new processes, techniques, and that's fun. Most of the time it's fun. Um, The part of the job that, that is most disturbing and challenging for most people is how it relates to their lifestyle. And also, as we talk about new practices and so forth, those impact people's career development more than it impacts you know the day-to-day of their jobs so thinking about you know are they going to move from qa to devops are they gonna what are they going to focus on next to advance their careers because it's extremely challenging job market Uh, and although there's a lot of opportunities as more enterprises come online and embrace digital transformation. Ooh, I said digital transformation, my God. Um, embrace digital transformation and modern development techniques. It's still really a highly saturated job market and very demanding. And so um, I think that's kind of cool, being you know, involved in the career side of it and the work-life balance. Um, had fun talking about you know, legacy technology and so forth. And going forward, I hope to do more and more episodes at events. Um, If I can figure out video, that'd be great. Otherwise, there's only going to be two videos, and that's going to be this recap and the one before it. Um, But if I can't, you know, I'm going to continue to focus on the events, real people doing real things, and, you know, exploring. The depths of DevOps development and modern um, practices. So I look forward to that. Um, heading to Puppetize here soon. Going to be a ReInvent. Going to be Ignite. It's my new role. I get to travel a lot, which is super awesome because my favorite part of technology is talking about it. I'm not very good at doing it, <laughs> so I get to just talk about it a lot. So that'll be really good and uh, unfortunately trade show food is not very tasty but um, at the same time it's, it's one of the best ways Debbie from Fixed just gave me a thumbs up for something. Um, one of the best ways to uh, connect with people alright so what's next on my list so that was the garden mimosa it's ok blackberry the best so far matcha I'm on the matcha train now all right, so that mimosa kicks off what I want to talk about next, which is like common trends um, that I see going on. Like I said, DevOps has become kind of boring. Um, there isn't much to say. There isn't a lot of convincing to do to get on people on the DevOps bandwagon. The security aspect of DevOps is becoming more and more a common topic. And now people are talking a lot about AI AIOps, ops. DevOps, and get ops. So these are kind of the new conversations, which are a bunch of the same stuff. The benefit of these acronyms is really that it allows you to have the conversation, like compartmentalize what you're talking about. But ultimately, it's all the same stuff. Um, feature flagging is huge. That's something that is just kind of taking off, um, especially as it relates to get ops. AI ops is this amorphous ambiguous thing that everybody has a different definition on um, but data ops is actually really interesting related to how you take those monolithic database things and make them keep up with the modern delivery um, chains of front-end applications and so forth so that's really cool that's the trends I've seen I think are going to continue. Um, and hopefully can have some more conversations about. I don't really want to have conversations about machine learning, although I'm doing a podcast tomorrow about machine learning, Um, machine learning, AI ops, all that stuff too much until we can talk about it as it relates to real-world implementations, tactics, and solving real problems, which Splunk is doing a lot around, and I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming out uh, around that. Trends. All right. Mimosa, and then I get to eat my sandwich. This is the Cafe Mosa. Chocolate bitters, vodka, hazelnut syrup, and coffee. Holy crap. It just tastes like spiked nitro. Yeah. All right. So that's the end of the episode. I'm done. I'm going to go eat my sandwich, finish my mimosas, minus the nitro. Um, and episode 21 is next week from DevOps days, Boston. And I look forward to keep on doing this as long as I can. Um, So thank you for being a listener. Make sure you share, um, because this is a recap episode. There's a YouTube version as well as the audio version. So thank you. Bye Bye.